Hey everyone, Jonathan Wickman here. Hope you're well. I've been dealing with some lower back issues for the past few weeks, which has kept me holed up in my in my house. Um, it's been frustrating, but uh, with all things, there's reasons for it and lessons to be learned. And I've had a lot of time to meditate and really reflect and obviously keep up with uh, the latest news cycle, everything from Chinese balloons to uh, the, the chemical spill and explosion happening in Ohio and other places. And it really got me thinking, you know, why all these calamities? Why all this uh, terrible strife? Why are the American people suffering? And that really, um, I guess, inspired me to title this podcast, uh, Communist Karma. And what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is when we go back to 1979, when we began to uh, trade freely with, uh, with China, we knew full well, our quote leaders and politicians, we knew full well uh, how that country was set up and how it was being operated. And we knew that it was a, ultimately a communist country and how they were treating their people was very, very poor. Yet we decided to trade with them anyways. And, you know, it comes down to basic mathematics and economics. When you have, when you have a workforce that is willing to work for less than uh, the people in your country or are forced to work for even for free, right, slave labor, uh, corporations who are motivated solely by profits are going to shift operations there. And the job losses will happen in this country and they'll go there. But yet they will produce the stuff that they expect you to consume and ship it back to your country for you to buy. And this works for a while. It works for a while when the, the originating country uh, has people that were you know, programmed to save, right? taught good, uh, good fiscal responsibility to save their money to invest. But over time, uh, those good habits do eventually decay. And the next generation, who maybe had it easier than the last, uh, do not value those lessons. And so they just believe everything grows on trees and I can just use a credit card and buy whatever whenever I want. And I don't really need to, you know, I don't need to <laughs> use good wisdom or judgment uh, and, you know, and delay gratification. Right. And so we have got ourselves into a mess uh, here in America and now it's starting to really show. And just like karma, what goes around comes around. So if we if we were willing as a consumer to shift that burden of manufacturing and, and slave labor onto another nation, and I'm not saying it's right one way or another, but it happened, and we're willing to temporarily consume all the cheap garbage and goods that came back over here in the form of just about everything from, from our toys to our electronics to um, you know this and that, even pharmaceuticals. I mean, there's so much that is being you know exported from China over here that we depend on. We saw that firsthand uh, during, during the lockdowns and the whole uh, COVID narrative with the supply chain issues and how much was impacted, right? So we have become a nation that was once self-sufficient and now we became very dependent on trading partners that, that don't maybe hold the same uh, the same values uh, or ethics and integrity that you know America uh, was ultimately supposed to be founded on or that we were taught. I'm not saying America is perfect by any means, but if you look back at the history, uh, the, the, the generation of people that really built this nation uh, really subscribed to fundamental conservative principles, maybe even I should say biblical principles. Um, again, you know, American people, were, just like anyone else, we're flawed. Uh, we have sin nature. We make mistakes. Uh, we're not perfect. But the, the un ultimate fundamentals of this nation provided us with the great wealth um, and savings and, and really the life 
lifestyle that we've all grown accustomed and used to. However, just like any other great empire, those things can decay and fall and there's a turning point. There's a turning point where your enemies are at the gate and they are they are they, they see value in what you have. They right they, they envy after what you have uh, and they want to take it from you by any means possible. And there has been a plan and agenda from our enemies put forth upon this nation and our people to do just that, to destroy and decay from within. And the reality is they have been successful. I think we need to understand that. And I, I, I firmly believe, actually, we're almost we're past the point of actually uh, being able to return. So the hard times are here. The hard times are still coming, and they will get worse. And that's we have to go through that. There, there's no real escaping it, right? Uh, it, it's too big of a ship to turn. We hit the iceberg. We're taken on water. The question is, though, what leadership and what ideology uh, will rise out of the ashes here? How will we really come back and rebuild this nation? Will we go back to our fundamental principles that made us great and strong and a force to be reckoned with, or will we will we will we ultimately have been captured, uh, you know, from within and controlled? And will the will of the people? I'm talking about the everyday person. And you listening to this podcast right now, will your mind and will be broken to where you are unable to fight and resist uh, this this terrible uh, evil, right? Uh, and you just succumb to it and you go along with it. If if the, if the good portion of Americans decide that it's it's just too great for them, they just can't handle this task, they can't handle this battle. If they won't fight for their children's minds, if they won't fight for their own family and 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 you know the ability not just survive but to thrive and prosper, then ultimately. You, you will die off. I'm just going to say it. You will die off. The nation will die off as America is once we, what we once knew. And the sad reality of this is all the great sacrifice made by men and women of years past will have been for nothing. Okay? And that is a terrible tragedy. Uh, that is something that really keeps me up at night. Uh, and I have a hard time falling asleep when I think about that because I know what it takes to sacrifice. I really do. Um, and so for someone to have done that for someone else or a body of people, and those people basically spit on it and they say uh, thanks but no thanks or they don't value the sacrifice that was made uh, for the life that they enjoy now. It does not inspire, it does not encourage anyone else to make a sacrifice for the greater good. It just doesn't. And that's a tragedy. We need heroes, we need people to rise up together, lock arms, and as one, push back on this if we're going to regain the ground that we've lost, but I'm not seeing it. So when we come to the you know, the Chinese spy balloons, as the media calls them, all these different things, this is just our enemies probing us to see what they're able to get away with, to see the response times, to see, you know, have, have the, have the, has the administration and the politicians you know, that they bought out, has it been successful? Will, these, you know, will, the, will the president, will the congress, you know, congressman, Will the Senate, will all these people that run this nation basically look the other way as they take and plunder whatever they want from this country? Or, or will we fight back? Will, will, we, will we have a response back to this and say, no, we're going to stand up for our country? Right? That is the test that's being done right now. Um, but again, it's hard to fight back when your infrastructure is destroyed, when you're, when you're weak, when your supply chain is, is breaking, uh, when the mental fortitude of, you know, of the typical American is not there. Most people can't live a day, much less a week, without their smartphone, without their internet, without their Netflix, right? Without their fast food, without their conveniences of you know, all these different things. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm above any of it. I, I enjoy my conveniences just as the next person does. But the, at the end reality, I know that that all is an illusion. It's a temporary gift uh, that we enjoy 
from strong leadership and from stability of our systems working properly. But when that fails, right, when we don't have redundancy, when we don't have decentralization in, in, in things like our, our food supply, our farmers, right, when we allow uh, our, our meat and all these different um, things that we depend on, like the you know, meat and, and chicken, all these, when we allow all that to be uh, controlled by four major corporations and we push out the small rancher, we push out the small farmer, we push out the small mom and pop business owner, we push out <laughs> the manufacturing, right? When you have that kind of centralization and, and consolidation, you are now at the mercy of these people. And most of the time, these people at the top are not nice people. They don't have good intentions for you or the country. They don't care. All right. And if that's the if that's the theme that I can really say that everyone should be realizing now and understanding is everywhere you look from the authority figures and, and the authority organizations, they have let us all down because they just don't care about you. Actually, it might be even more sinister than that. They actually hate you. They want you to perish. Right. And we've seen that from CDC, FDA, uh, Pfizer, Moderna, uh, you know, all these other, all these big companies pushing out absolute garbage, absolute garbage and not taking responsibility. Uh, just like in Ohio, right? The mayor is there throwing his hands up saying, hey, I haven't seen anyone <laughs> from the federal government show. I haven't seen anyone from the railroad show up and take any responsibility for this huge, huge tragedy, not just only for you know humans, but also for our environment, right? The environment that is being infected there, the water supply. We don't know the long-term ramifications from these chemicals seeping down into underground water supply um, and what, you know, what cancer, what chronic illnesses, what lung diseases might happen from the people that already were exposed to it that already breathed it in that may have already been you know drinking the water with this in it there's so much damage that is happening but that's just one area now take that and multiply it over and over and over again throughout the entire nation and so my question is who is going to stop it if you are going to look to the same people and say, oh, they're going to stop it, you're wrong. If you're a Democrat that happens to be listening to this and you're saying, oh, Joe Biden will take care of it or Hillary Clinton or you know, Michelle Obama or the next person, the next person, the next person, they're going to handle it. They're going to take care of me. Then you are setting yourself up for failure and actually death. At some point, you're going to die because you've shifted your personal responsibility to someone else who doesn't care about you. End of story. Okay, so what, what's the takeaway from all this? Takeaway is America is in very perilous times from every level, from the local level to the state level to the federal government. And the answer and the solution is not at the top. The answer and the solution to turning your life around is within you. If you shut down your mind, if you shut down your, your fighting spirit because you think everything is hopeless, because the media keeps telling you it's hopeless, if you, if you submit at every step of the way, you submit to what the government is asking you, what the World Economic Forum and globalists are a asking you, right? When they try to shift you into, into a one-world currency, when they, when, they, when, they, um, when they devastate your finances, right? When you've lost everything, when you don't have a home, when you don't have a job, when you can't make your bills, uh, you know, when you can't make, meet your bills, when, when, you're, when your children are completely indoctrinated, uh, they don't know whether they're a man or a woman. Uh, they don't know what they identify. And when everything is upside down, okay, and there's nothing that you recognize anymore about your life or this country, what are you going to do about it? And that's really going to decide the future of this country, of the state of Wisconsin, and your local community, and ultimately your family 
and your very life. So I hope I've left you with some things to think about. I hope I also have inspired you and encouraged you to get out there and do something. Don't, don't sit on your couch and just stare at it and say, oh, someone else will take care of it. I'm going to be passive. Do something. Get involved. Fight back. Work within the system while we still have it, as long as we have it. At some point, even the system will completely fail, and now you're kind of moving into a free-for-all free where you know things get really, really messy. We have other countries that don't have any real structure uh, or organization or political process, right? But we need people to get involved starting at the local level. If you don't like something that's going on in your school board, run for school board. If you don't like something that's going on within your city, run for mayor. If you don't like what's going on at your state, run for assembly. If you don't like the speaker, replace the speaker. All right, and that's just a challenge. If the speaker of the house of your state of the nation, if they are not if they're not following the constitution, if they're not protecting election integrity, if they're not being transparent, if they are trying to hide things away, if they are doing pay to play, right? It is your responsibility as a human being, not just a representative, but as a human being. So if you already are a sitting Republican representative within Madison, it's your responsibility to go against the speaker, to go against the quote authority figure, no matter the cost, no matter if you lose your little committee seat or you even lose representation, you lose the election, who cares? Because there are greater things at stake than your, your little, little office that you hold on to so dearly, your little $55,000 a year salary that we the taxpayer pay you, right? There's more at stake than that. It's your family, it's your life, it's the integrity of the nation, the sovereignty of the nation. All this is going to go away if you refuse to do nothing, if you're too scared to challenge the bullies that are right in front of you. All right. So that's the message, the takeaway I can give you. Fight the bullies, pop them in the nose, say we're done with your, your poor leadership, your weak leadership, your nonsense, you're ignorant, you're stupid, you make no sense, you have no common sense at all, you're destroying everything that has made this state and country great. Fight back or lose it all. And that's, that's the end of it. So with that, God bless, take care.